0: Very little lead up time. Yeah, it was. I know. I'm like, oh, Jesus.
1: Yeah. All right. We're live. (laughs)
0: Nice.
2: Good. We did it. We did it. We did it. Yay. Welcome back, everyone. Hi. I feel like we got to start off with uh,
1: John. How did your weekend go? I'm so tired. Oh, yeah. (laughs) I'm so tired, dude. Oh, I've been tired all week. Uh, But we got through it
2: nice what was we the raised? uh yeah the total
1: uh so the total is fluctuating a little bit because we sold shirts as well uh but i believe the total with the shirts was 434,600 something like that u.s nice.
3: jesus and your
1: goal was like 300 yeah. right our goal was 200
2: 200 oh, okay. yeah nice yeah. Our
1: our previous record was 235 so we almost doubled it nice oh, way to go yeah, yeah, it was fucking crazy. That's awesome that uh, everyone, many people donated. Yeah, no, everyone loved the Rosa John cosplay. It uh, it went over really well. Uh it's just now I need to regrow back my facial hair. So that's the only downside to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah, sure. No, it went over it went over really good. Give me I will just be permanently tired for the next week.
2: Give me your like top 5 moments that for the people listening. If you said them, they would go. Oh yeah, I remember that.
1: Uh, let's see here. Uh, see, I have personal bias, so I don't want to just keep throwing that in there. But uh, do whatever you
2: want, man. I don't care. Okay. In, I'm not no a particu-
1: In no particular, well, I don't know. In
0: no particular order. Yes, I tell you.
1: <laughs> this entrapment, otherwise. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Family Feud. In no, in no particular order. Family Feud was amazing because Gengar. Gengar was a classic segment. saw
2: Gengar popped up in the chat, so okay. All right.
1: Yeah. So uh, we had a Family Feud game, and uh, they, they were asked... It was fast money, so they were asked, uh, what's your... what's Think of a psychic-type Pokemon. And the first person said Gengar, and everyone was like, no, but okay, sure, whatever. And then the second uh-huh. person came in, was asked the same question, and also said Gengar. So we just burst out That's laughing. That's pretty good. <laughs> that was really good. Wait, are they saying no
2: because Gengar's
1: not psychic? Gengar is not psychic, no. What is Gengar? Gengar is a ghost.
0: Ghost.
2: Okay. Oh, okay, yeah, no.
1: Ghost poison. I, I forgot that that got, like, separated. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, uh, good answer. Uh, separated good answer. since Gen 1, so. Yeah.
1: Uh, What's another good one? Uh, Painting with Steven and Mal was pretty good, because they had to do a lot of blindfolded painting. They were painting a, a, a scenery shot of Onit from Earthbound. And they had to do, okay. like, they had to keep rotating the... The uh, the picture they had to keep changing what they were using as a brush, they had to do it blindfolded, and they actually did a pretty good job at the grand scheme of things.
2: Okay, without getting too blue, what was the weirdest thing that was used <laughs> as a brush?
1: Coke can,
2: okay,
3: deep, <laughs> <Eat>. okay. <laughs> uh,
1: what else? Uh, I love chaos fortune cookie. That was a segment I ran. Uh, that's fun where people donated and whatever game got in the no- most donations in half an hour. That was the game we played next. Uh, the last game of the night, which beat out grand theft auto five was Coldstone creamery scoop it up.
3: <laughs> <laughs> of
2: okay. course. All right. Classic. So is that an I actual like half- official like cold Stone yeah. branded? Wow. Yeah. What is so that? on? Half- what console is that on? The, the Wii,
1: of course it's on the Wii
0: okay
2: yeah. scoop it up sure that makes sense all right
1: yeah <laughs> so i spent half an hour just scooping up ice cream while everyone was acting incredibly horny for lack of a better term that the commentators were out of control because of ice cream uh long story i part of it was the costume i was in uh and just a bunch of other things
2: okay because when I when I think of like ice cream, I don't think horny, but again, if there's an ninja. apparently, joke, apparently it just it
1: just brought out the horny in everyone. So, all right,
2: sure, sure. Is that game uh, any good?
1: I mean, it's like those old mobile games, like the early, like manage your ice cream, like make sure you get your food ready. Di- it's like a diner dash style game. Like you got to get the item that the person wants before they leave. OK, we'll get enough money. I guess I'm kind of
2: thinking of like a VR game where you're just like manning the counter and you're like, oh, two scoops of chocolate. Scoop. <laughs> and like and that I mean, actually it, sounds it, kind of okay.
1: It's it's basically that. You so it's one I've never played a game like this, but it's a game that required two Wiimotes. Not nunchucks, two oh, Wiimotes. Okay. So you had you had you like you scooped the ice cream with one and then you like plopped it into the cone for the other, and you just kept doing stuff so like the, that. So is
2: the left hand is you are you holding that one like vertically?
1: Uh sometimes you had to. It depended. Like there were some mini games where like, oh, you're at ice cream, you gotta go like Mash the ice cream, okay, or whatever mini game they had. See, to and do. then there's
2: like there's the Dairy Queen version where it's like you gotta serve it upside down, otherwise, oh, yeah, the blizzard, otherwise, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right on.
1: Uh, what else? There's there's so many good segments. Uh, like I said, uh, Twitch makes music was a good one where uh, our friend family Jules he took a bunch of random. Audio sound effects and like clips and memes that we sent him, and he made a song out of it. Uh, he made the song nice. uh, "Bakami Tai" from Yakuza. If you have ever seen that that meme? Yakuza, so. uh, have you ever seen that meme of Yakuza of a dude just sitting at a bar and looking at a portrait and singing? It's that song. Okay, you may okay. have seen it and just don't remember it. That's entirely maybe, possible. Maybe. Yeah,
2: I've, yeah, I've, I have done some of the karaoke.
1: Yeah. Which is pretty it's one of the karaoke songs. So maybe, okay. Yeah. So uh we made a somehow usable version of that song with a lot of memes inside of it. It was very, very interesting. Right on. Um yeah, and there's just a bunch of other stuff. We did a we did a custom Mario Party three board where people could donate to turn us into AIs, and they did that a lot. <laughs> it was just it was just a pure chaotic weekend. It was fun. That's great.
2: Well, congrats again. Um,
0: yeah, for sure.
2: Paul, what have you been up to, man? Working. Nice,
0: cool. I mean, the other things is part of the show, so like. Sure. Yeah. So <laughs> we'll we'll get, to get jump to, in.
2: We'll get to that. We'll get <laughs> yeah. To that. Exactly.
0: <laughs> um, I wanted to briefly mention
2: that I watched uh, Barb and Star go to Vista Del Mar. Um, okay. That movie's very silly. What is that? It stars Christian Wig. Uh, it's a comedy. If you're in Canada, it's on Crave. So you could could watch it that way. Down here, it's not on any subscription platforms. I had to pay the like six dollar rental thing. It's pretty funny, and I will just say there is a music video moment in the middle of that movie that was so good I watched it twice in a row before continuing the rest of that movie. Um, It's on YouTube. Don't look it up though, because it's you're not gonna kind of get the jokes and you'll just spoil it for yourself. But if you're looking for a fun comedy barb and star go to vista del mar is pretty good um and has a great song
0: this uh movie poster is ridiculous all right yeah
2: the whole thing is pretty ridiculous um
0: yeah i mean if
2: you like christian wig and kind of her comedy this you'll like this so again if you're in canada you can get it through crave uh so some people might have that I also wanted to bring to everyone's attention. I came across the Old Spice collaboration team. Have you seen this YouTube channel?
0: No. Yeah.
2: This thing is incredible. So I guess just for Paul, um, Mm -hmm. this group of these, I'm going to just put the link in the chat to this one video. This group of people put a celebration together for the 10 year anniversary of those Terry Crews Old Spice commercials that were awesome. Um, Okay. The people that did it are just like really good at animation and motion graphics and auto tuning. And they made a 16 minute long video kind of music video thing, just celebrating the power of Terry and those commercials. And it's fantastic.
1: Uh, I just came across
2: this this week i'm uh, 20 yeah.
0: seconds in without volume i don't understand what's going on i'll have to watch this later you'll, you'll
1: never watch it's, it's basically all the people that used to do youtube poops they all like just did old spice stuff basically
0: oh weird okay you'll never understand what's going
2: on it's ridiculous sure i will say the scott pilgrim uh sound the game soundtrack shows up for a bit and i was like hey sweet there's a lot of video game references whoever yeah whoever I'm making sure. this they're huge game nerds um sure i i came out of this it's again it's 16 minutes long uh i came out of this feeling similar to when i watched too many cooks the first time of like i just went on a journey and i feel like i'm a different person (laughs) at this point
0: sure yeah um
3: yeah
2: again if you're just listening to this just go to youtube search old spice collaboration team and you want the power of terry an old spice 10th anniversary collaboration um he knows about this. Like he was tweeting about it. That's how I came across it. And I love that he is so enthusiastic <laughs> about what these people did with his voice and his body. And I've watched it like twice now. I'm probably going to watch it again when we're done Man. recording. It is, the it is the weirdest thing. Um, it's a few months old. So if this is old news, I, I just came across it. So bear with me right there, but sure. <clears throat> definitely check it out. All right. Um, and with the important stuff out of the way we can now start the podcast uh in specifically the top down perspective for may 13th and i'm sean booker paul fleck
1: john wheeler um
2: paul you've been playing the big new release so let's have you talk first
0: yeah let's talk about wilmot's warehouse hell yeah oh
1: god
0: (laughs) all right yeah, well, I just wanted to bring it up because that's kind of been my chill out game. Um, <laughs> chill out, that quote unquote. Yeah, um, that game is really fun. The parts I really really like are in between like giant spurts of craziness. There's just like they drop off a whole bunch of more stock for you, and it's just stock time, yep. and you can take as long as you want to rearrange your warehouse. And I have taken hours you just to. rearranging warehouses. Yeah, you it's need great. to
2: like you will. So okay. I talked about this a few weeks ago. Did you finish it?
0: No, I'm spending so much time rearranging every time. It's so good.
2: Okay. I had to re I had to like completely remap my warehouse like like three times.
0: Yeah, I could. Yeah, I feel like I probably am on the third or fourth time myself. I have one hundred and forty eight or something. Yeah. So you'll go up to two
2: hundred. So what what's your organization system? How are you doing some stuff? I want to hear it.
0: Okay, so first of all, when there were pillars in my warehouse, because there no longer are, um, I used the pillars as kind of like shelves almost. So I went around them and like kind of had things stick out about two at the most. But um, You you,
2: you keep a clean center aisle. That's key. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I went um, rainbow color style. So I went roig big all across it. So red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple for the different. Oh, and like a circle. Stuff.
2: Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And
0: that's, so it was all color coded at first. And then when it got to about a hundred, about halfway through, there was too much product to do color wise. But I also like got rid of, I would say about half, maybe four of the uh, pillars. Yeah. In my warehouse. And I started going like, okay, this is entertainment stuff. So oh, okay. there was like dominoes and like game pieces And uh, kind of adjacent to that was, like, the music instruments and stuff like that. And then there was, like, stuff that you would wear. So mainly hats, I would say, some, like, armor pieces or whatever, like, armored hats, um, glasses, stuff that, like, you would buy for, like, apparel, essentially. that The weirdest part has always been there's some items you have that's just patterns or, like, random colors assorted together or something. And those textiles. I usually just, like... It's not textiles, though. It's, like, a star or, like, a hexagon. Or it's just, like,
2: here's squiggly lines, and then here's other squiggly lines.
0: I The squiggly lines you could say maybe are shirts or something. I could see textiles. Some were, okay. like... But, like, they're basically just shapes, essentially, and uh, colors. And those just kind of became the bottom right miscellaneous corner. So anytime there was something sure. that wasn't obviously something I would have to go into miscellaneous hell and uh, find it. And like, it wasn't too bad for a while. I'm not really sure how I'm going to organize it now because there's way too much of every, the worst part is, is when you get orders in during like the quarters, Um, you don't get like the big dumps of like, Oh, now I just have 10, like, I don't know, pencils or whatever. You have you have like one of everything and you have to like move them around. And that's when it becomes like hectic because it's like there's just a mess of stuff I have to organize. But my little robot buddy is stupid and it's <laughs> putting them in the like wrong spot. And it's driving me What's crazy. What's the
2: robot buddy's name again?
0: I don't remember. <laughs> it
2: has a really good name, but I can't remember it. The robot buddy is kind of an idiot. But he's trying his best. He's so slow though. Yeah.
0: He's so, he's very slow. So a lot of the time even when you, you speed him up.
2: You can speed him up, and he's a lot more yeah. useful when you speed him up. But also anytime you go near him, he stops moving. Which makes you think he's like embarrassed or something, or he's like, Oh, I don't want to get in your way. But it's like the fact yeah. that you stopped moving, you're now in my
0: way. <laughs> yeah, that's happened a few So there was a time where like I had um I mean there still is depending you have to make like walkways. And those are usually two for me. They're uh, two squares wide. So I can like pull a whole like just dump full of shit if I need to uh, to the thing. Because sometimes they're like, we want 10 roller skates. And you're like, okay, well, I need at least to have them five by five or or five by two two. so I can get through here or whatever. But then like you there's also so much product that you need to kind of put them in single lines in some parts because you'll have like three of one thing or you'll have like 25 of another. And it's just like, yeah, it just becomes such a mess.
2: It's, I actually found it easier when they gave me like a, like a bunch of like a little bit of everything because it's like, Oh, okay. I have like one or two like pieces, spaces I can put these into. But when they're like, here's 14 new pencils, it's like, I did not budget a space for 14 more pencils to be beside the pencils right now. Like, Sure. What? And eventually it became to the part where it was like, I, I can't build out into my, into my hallways. I need to make a secondary like pencil area and just, I'm going to have to remember that. And they keep doing that, that it's like my whole organization thing is like, this is useless. Like, what am I doing here?
0: The part that drives me nuts is that when you open up a new set of things that you can stock, they usually just give you like one or two of them. And it's like, well, I, this has to go into like bulk overflow or whatever at the front because i'm not gonna like dedicate a section of my warehouse to one piece that's different sure, so you're gonna yeah. go with all the other one piecers in the top right corner and like if i need you i'll find you there otherwise like if you're not a minimum of like five things get the fuck off my floor <laughs> basically yeah that game also has yeah. a co-op which sounds like it'd be really fun that seems like it might be a nightmare, but like, yeah, it, well, I was it could thinking be like either you get way.
2: one person to like, OK, I'm going to bring them over and then you get them on the shelf in the like perfect position. I'm just, oh, sure. just going to keep bringing you stuff and you slot slot it in like I could sure. see, see that. Like, yeah, I feel like it'd be kind of similar to like an overcooked of like, all right, this is your task and then I'm going to get you the ingredients or yada, yada. But um, Wilmot's Warehouse is a really fun game.
0: I the only reason I brought it up was because i wanted to say that it's really fun that conversation went on longer than i intended it to um it's a good (laughs) actual it's very very good i just want it it's weird yeah i would love to do co-op with that at some point that seems like it's probably local only right yeah because there's no way there's no way you could do that online and like have it work out well with desync or something there would it would actually be pretty bad i think I, I bet it can be
2: done, but it is
0: local. I don't,
2: I, maybe the Steam version lets you do it with it's like fake online. Oh.
0: oh, that's a good point. That would be interesting to figure out. It is on Game Pass. Uh, the big game, I guess, like actually when we stopped recording last week, I've been playing Resident Evil Village all week. So all right. That game's done. Uh, that game is. That game is extremely weird. It's basically just like kind of the way I feel like Resident Evil 7 was made where they made a horror game and then somehow tied it into the franchise. This feels kind of the same way. But instead of just doing a game and tying it into the franchise, they did four different games and tied them together and then tied it into the franchise because it's a game with like a hub world kind of thing, which is the village. And then there's like little points that you have to go to. To, like, continue the story and collect things. And those are all different little horror, like, vignettes that are completely different from each other. And uh, I mean, I have heard that
2: that that is kind of how Capcom development works a lot of the times is they'll have kind of these micro teams go off and and design a game. And then when it kind of becomes a big enough thing, they're like, okay, how can we kind of make this into one of our franchises? Um, so i would not be so I, i i wouldn't be surprised if this started out as something different and then they're like let's just make it the next resident evil
0: sure um i guess the big surprise is that this is essentially resident evil 4 in a lot of ways uh to the point where i bet this started off with them doing ideas for a resident evil 4 remake and then used those assets for something different and then changed up like some character models there is a lot of the old um treasure systems the merchant system there's a lot of things that straight up just feel like some of those old enemies from resident evil 4 kind of re redone a little bit uh to be a little different in this weird romanian village world that you're set in uh it's very cool it's a very very neat thing
2: i wouldn't be surprised Um, if there are still going to
1: make a resident evil 4 remake yeah <laughs>
0: sure with I mean, these already, assets there's already
1: the vr one they're doing like i wouldn't be shocked yep
2: yeah yep for sure um i don't
1: know uh h- how does it rank amongst the
0: best
2: or the worst
0: R- where would you put it uh it's like an a a plus for sure it's one of the better ones in the whole series nice nice damn uh, it's basically Resident Evil Seven level uh, with all the bullshit that made that game bad out. Like you can skip cutscenes now. It's faster feeling. Um, the beginning of Resident Evil Eight is terrible. The first ten minutes is actually fucking god awful, but then it's good for like the next ten hours or whatever. So, so at I least played um, that.
2: I played the first ten minutes only. I don't plan to play anymore. There's a uh, there was a Microsoft Rewards. Uh, challenge that if you could get if you could get one achievement in Resident Evil 8, they'd give you I think the equivalent of 25 cents in reward points.
1: <laughs> okay, I was and, expecting a little
2: higher than that. Uh, yeah we <laughs> no I think it 250 I think is twenty five cents. Um and I was like I've got ten minutes. Um so I can tell you that village looks really nice.
0: It's Good looking.
3: And I, yeah,
2: I killed one werewolf.
0: The intro one. You can run past that one, and he disappears. Okay. Just as well, I oh,
2: well, I killed him because I'm <laughs> I'm a badass. So
0: you are a badass. Yeah. I've known this about you, and you play games. Yeah, you play, <laughs>
2: I, bro. You I play, play tons of games. Play game. I play games play like Resident Evil.
1: You play? Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. Yeah. I'm you
0: a, play, bro. Uh, <clears throat>
2: Yeah, so I can tell you it's a good-looking game, and uh, I can't tell you anything else. It is. And I'm never going to tell you anything else
3: about Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Paul, yeah, as someone um, who who wasn't hot on 7, is it even worth my time?
0: What is it about 7 that you weren't hot on?
1: I was I guess. bored while playing 7.
0: You can skip all of the cutscenes in this. All of them. So, if that having to wait through the stuff in 7 is fucking terrible absolutely terrible there's a lot more combat um in this and it feels good but like probably not if you were born in seven it does a lot of the same things a lot of the same tropes and stuff like that and uh if it was just the fact that you have to like sit around and wait for stuff to happen that there's still a bunch of that in here but you can skip a lot of that stuff too as well if you don't care about the story i would say the story stuff is probably the best part Because they had to find a way to somehow make this tie into Resident Evil 7 with these characters, make it completely different and make sense somehow, and find a way to tie this, 7, and 7 back into, like, the whole overarching story. Did you say this 7 and and 7? No, sorry, this and 7. They had to find a way to tie those both games, because this is a direct sequel, into, like, the greater Resident Evil story, because Resident Evil 7 kind of doesn't. It's kind of almost like on an island. This brings everything together, and the s- way they do it is fucking bananas and stupid in the best sort of way. So there's that. That's about eight to ten hours in, though, and I don't know that, like, if you're not mm-hmm. already sold on it, it's worth doing that.
1: Damn it. That does sound tempting, but yeah. Maybe I'll I'll try giving Seven another shot. Just, I got burned out on it. I was like, I'm not invested right now at all.
0: Seven, okay, so there is a part in this game because there's, like, kind of four, like, we'll say, like, arms or fingers off of the village area that are all completely different. One of those is very 7E where it's very slow and um, it's meant to just be kind of a haunted house that you're going through, essentially, like, a very horror-centric bit with not a lot. The rest are a lot of, um like... Something in one of them, you have a like thing chasing you. Another one is kind of a weird, gross body horror thing. Another one is like a weird other thing. Like they all, they do One's a whole a big bunch lady. of different things. There is a big lady. Like yeah. I'm trying to not like spoil anything for people that want to play it. So, uh, but the best way to describe it is the village is just like this kind of open world area, but you're still going to like little parts, and each one is different enough that you might find one you really like. But you might also just not like any of them because they kind of the biggest problem with this game is that it doesn't feel really like it's a cohesive thing. It feels like four or five different projects put together and then made cohesive with a story element, which is kind of what I like. I could see you not liking it, though, if you're like a fan of stuff from like like an
2: outsider's perspective. John, are, are you just not into like the horror side of it? You're more into the action kind of side no, I don't
1: mind a horror if it's done well. It's just I don't know what it was about seven. It's just I s wasn't invested in any of the characters. Like Ethan seemed like a useless character. Uh there's the, there's good know,
0: character work with Ethan here, for what that's worth. He well, actually feels like a character now.
1: Okay, at least <laughs> there's that. I like I yeah. I got I like I stopped around the part where you get welcome to the family for lack of a better term. Like <laughs> I sat, I sat through the the dinner and I'm just like, wow, I really just don't care anymore. (laughs) And I just turned it off. Okay.
0: Sure. Fair enough. Um, that intro for seven is great. The first time you do it because it's just kind of a thing it's building up. It's super fucking boring though. It's very slow. That whole part is extremely slow. I think Uh, actually where you stopped is where the game actually like becomes Resident Evil for what? that's worth but i think
1: i think the problem is like at that point like i had played beginning hour at least one version of beginning hour so i knew like half the story beats already so i'm
0: just like cool and you've seen that whole house because that beginning hour is the same part as the beginning of seven like you've already seen what the the, the vhs
1: tape like the only things i didn't see were the were the attic because you didn't weren't allowed to get to the attic in the in the beginning hour
0: that's right yeah until
1: until they added more to the demo
0: so it's weird because where you stopped is where a lot of people like say this is like where the game actually begins because that's where you are walking around a house with dudes trying to kill you and like monsters and stuff getting keys opening parts and of the house and that's where it kind of really begins the opening part it I mean that speedrun has a intro skip category because nobody wants to play the fucking intro mm-hmm. over and over again so they were very aware of that making this game where you can just skip all of that shit, even though there is still about 10 minutes of actual gameplay at the beginning of eight. That is kind of like you just waiting around and kind of bad, but there's always a bad part. in like every resident evil, which is unfortunate, uh, seven, it was the ship like this. At least this part is 10 minutes at the beginning and not an hour at the end of it. So I don't know. There There's things you could not like about this game for sure. If you are a fan of Resident Evil 7, this is like 100% a game you need to play, though. That's all I have to say about it without getting into spoiler stuff. So, yeah, that's it for me.
2: All right. um, I I talked about East Shade last week, and I'm just kind of I'm here to say I finished that. And I think that game was just really wholesome and delightful. There's like. There's this small segment you can come across where there's like a little detective side quest that's really nice. And that's just been great. Coming off of that, you know, first person exploration game that's just wholesome and nice. I was like, man, I could use more of that. Now's the time Mm -hmm. to give Outer Wilds another shot. Um, Okay. So I did that and I got past like the hump I was at before and i am I am neck deep into outer wilds now um that game's that game's really good again I'm getting like kind of the wholesome charming kind of vibes that I was looking for this also came from like playing some Pokemon snap as I'm just in like a wholesome gaming mood at the moment and uh so i'm I'm scooping up all those uh where I can um yeah so for those who don't know outer wilds came out in 2019 it's a op- uh, not open world um first person exploration game where you travel to different planets and it's all based on a timer you die or the, the universe explodes every 22 minutes. Um, and during those 22 minutes, different things are happening. So you have to kind of make sure you're in the right place at the right time to find all the different puzzles and find out what's going on. Um, trying to think how many like planets I've visited at this point. I think I'm on to like my third or fourth planet.
0: Uh, did either of you guys play throughout wilds, Paul? through i kind of got there i really like that game i stopped playing because i got super fucking bored with it it wasn't the right thing that when i started playing it for me okay i want to go back to at some point yeah i got about i like what would you say two worlds in three worlds in. like how would you describe how you get through that game i guess
2: yeah so um, it it's it's really kind of <clears throat> you know go at your own pace you when you yeah. get to each world you're kind of just, you know, you're pointed there by some kind of clue, and then you, you try and find what it was pointing at. And eventually you'll just have enough clues pointing you somewhere else where you're like, I think I'm just going to go check that thing out now. I don't know yeah. if there's more on this planet to find. There probably is because there's mm-hmm. like lots of little puzzles hidden on the planets. Um, but you kind of just go when you feel like, ah, I think it's time to look at something else now. I'm, I'm tired of the planet that's full of tornadoes and, and water and whatnot.
0: Yeah. Yep. Um <laughs>
2: The, there is still one part that that is a bit of friction with me. Um, a lot of it, it's it's not a platformer, but there is some platforming elements about how you're getting around the planets. They all have different gravity. You have a jet pack and stuff like that. And that in connected with like the 22 minute time limit can be a real bummer if you're in the middle of doing something. And like, let's say you slip off an edge and just, and you fall off the planet. Now you're going to have to like sp- sure. spend like a solid five to seven minutes getting back to where you were so you can continue reading scrolls and, and ancient texts and stuff like that. Or if the sure. universe explodes, you start mm-hmm. back at the beginning and you have to get back out there. And I know there's a whole narrative reason and stuff of why why this is all happening. It is still just a bit of a bummer. It, it's the equivalent of like if you're playing through a Mario game and you die. Every single time you die, you have to play the first world again before you get a chance at playing what you were about, to, what you were really working on. It's pretty much that every time. So you have to like be kind of really on your shit when you're doing some of these random uh, little platforming segments. Like, for example, there's this one planet called Brittle Rock where the center of it is a black hole. And you have to go under the surface and kind of platform your way around to the different little little (laughs) areas and where the puzzles are. And if you slip off, you just go in the black hole and you end up on like the other side of the of the of the universe or the solar system. And there is a way to warp back. But then you still have to, like, make your way down underneath again and attempt the platforming segment again while that 22 counter is still going. So at some point, it's like, well, I slipped off. I only have like four minutes before this place explodes. So I, I guess I'll just sit here and wait, or try and kill myself somehow. I actually really wish there was just a kill me button or a way you could like take your helmet off in space, mm. which I don't believe there mm. is. So a lot of times it's like, Mm-mm. I don't know, is there a huge clip I, cliff I can jump off of? What's the closest thing I can ram myself into? Um, because I'm literally Jeez. just wasting time. Well, because at some point <laughs> you just need like I need I don't have enough time to do anything. <clears throat> like I so I'll yeah. just sit here. Um so I'm going to say there is a kill self button. Please tell me what it is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my god, out of context quotes. Yeah. Yeah, just
2: Jesus a little Christ. bit. just a little uh, bit. <clears throat> uh one thing I will say and this this is a, a little bit of a spoiler. It's not a story spoiler, but just something that's kind of nice that you can come across in the game. So People are. You have to unlock it on the water planet. God damn it! <laughs> well, I'm not going back I'm to the water planet. I'm done at the water planet. Um, if you um, mm. so slight spoilers for uh Outer Wilds. Skip ahead like three minutes if you don't mm. want to hear anything about it. But again, this game is too. I'll put my
0: hand up for video people. And you, I'll <laughs> this, put it down. This game is done. two
2: years old. It is not story spoilers. Each planet has one of an Explorer from your home planet and they're there playing an instrument. And the way you find them, you get like a frequency gun that like you point out the frequency. Oh, I can hear the, the, the drums. I'm going to go chat with that dude. If you go far enough out of the solar system and point your frequency thing at all the planets at once, it's they're all harmonized together and you get the full song. And it was just, I was like, wow, this is so delightful. This is just great. And, you know, I was outside of the solar system because I was doing my best to fly as far away from the sun as I could. So I would freeze to death for an achievement. But either way. Yeah. <laughs> <it's> a <laughs> very dark a real... game every time you just kind of just throw that <laughs> yeah. in there. That was a really nice moment. <laughs> End of spoilers.
0: All right. All right. So, there you go. Uh,
2: Outer Wilds is cool. I'm glad I, I finally got back to it and gave it a, a real try. It's, it was on my short list of games I wanted to uh, <clears throat> to to re get to. So. Um, all right, that's going to do it before we play. Let's talk about some news. <clears throat> uh, we got an update Ooh. on what Remedy's doing with all of their various IPs at the moment. I'll basically just read this little excerpt that they put out there. Um, almost all of our internal control developers have now moved on to work on another uh, or to, on, onto other Remedy projects, including a new exciting early phase project. The Crossfire team, if you remember, Remedy is working <laughs> on the single player element for Crossfire, <coughs> Crossfire right. X. They're finalizing the single player operations uh, for Crossfire X and Crossfire HD. I actually didn't know there was two different Crossfire things. Anyway, both of these games are launching in 2021. Uh, Remedy's A game project with Epic Games is soon moving into full production and the second smaller scale game continues in full production mode. With Vanguard, our free to play co-op game project, we now have defined many of the core elements of the game development progresses at a good pace. Internal play testing continues and we are starting the next phase of closed external game testing. So they got like three or four games going at once. So much going on. Yeah. Good for them, man. Um, Which is pretty crazy because they've, as far as I was concerned, they were like a one game studio every like five years Now they've got three or four that I'm, I'm glad to see that like, hell yeah. Remedy is one of my
1: favorite developers. So that's great.
2: Uh, We got the Vive pro two being announced and revealed. Uh, I guess this is the new top tier (laughs) headset. Uh, And I understand it has the best of like resolution on any, uh, VR headset. At uh, 5K resolution, when you when you combine the two eye panels together, 110 degree field of view, 90 refresh rates, it is a tethered headset. So this is kind of a complete, a different beast from the Quest series, Um, which I feel like is almost like feels like old VR at this point. If you have to be plugged into the computer, Uh, but either way. Uh, this is coming out June fourth. HTC's Vive Pro two.
1: I want to get a he- like a VR headset, but I, every time I sit down to get one, I feel like a new one's coming out. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, I feel not- like I haven't seen the one thing that sells me on it yet. Like, I guess it was Resident Evil Seven, but like that's PSVR and that's kind of a old gen thing now. Like there hasn't been one thing that like maybe Alex. Maybe. That's
2: apparently like the best thing for <laughs> VR. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, if I was if I was telling if I was giving a recommendation, my get my recommendation would either be get the quest Two, Just because of like the whole inside out tracking, you you're not tethered. You can tether yourself if you want more power. Yeah. Or maybe if you have a PS5, which I know you do wait for whatever PSVR 2 is.
1: Isn't yeah. the, the Oculus Quest, isn't that the one that requires like your Facebook account attached to your headset? It, yes, they are owned by Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the reason I don't want that one. Sure.
2: Yeah, but there will n- you'll never be able to n- get around that if you're getting a quest. So
1: <laughs> mm.
2: I don't know. I just know that the quest two, the, like the price point and the the completely free of a uh, computer. That is a really great pr- uh, promotion as far as I'm concerned. Um, <clears throat> I, mean, I think the Quest 2 is $300 <coughs> if you get the low storage one, which is pretty great. All right, we've got some Ubisoft updates from an earnings <coughs> call. A bunch of few, th- some highlights here. <coughs> uh, one of the big ones is that uh, Skull and Bones got delayed again. Oh God, a pirate ship uh, okay. <laughs> Wow. Um, all right. That one is now scheduled to be released during the fiscal year beginning April 2022. So don't so expect it's... to see that until late 2022 at the
0: <laughs> earliest. <laughs> wow.
2: huh I mean, as someone okay. who is beyond tired of the sailing mechanics in Assassin's Creed games, I don't care about <laughs> this game at all. Delay it as much as you want.
0: I thought this game was like when they were showing it and stuff. I thought it was kind of almost done, but apparently it wasn't. I don't at think at they ever gameplay. Game
2: I think they were they just did. showing like a lot of like kind of cinematic
0: trailers.
1: I thought they showed gameplay.
0: Yeah, I thought they did too. Maybe I'm, Maybe I'm thinking there was another ship game around the same time that they were showing, and I don't remember, I remember which. It was probably one, was one
2: of which. the Assassin's Creeds. They've all had ships since <laughs> four. Yeah. So um, anyway, uh, Far Cry 6, Rainbow Six Quarantine, working title, Riders Republic, The Division Heartland, Roller Champions, and other smaller titles are planned to release before March 31st, 2022.
0: Okay, sure.
2: So I still got a bunch of stuff happening. Um, Maybe there won't be an Assassin's Creed this year and I'll be free.
3: until the next one until
2: next year maybe yeah i would love that although i do they are still putting out Mm -hmm. dlc for valhalla and i'll probably get that season pass
1: because i'm sick
3: (laughs) yeah
2: uh ubisoft also confirmed on the conference call that the prince of persia sands of time remake uh will release before march 31st 2022
1: so they did kind they're of still bring it back in year. for
2: work. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Cool. Speaking of PSVR 2, we got some new updates on that as well. Uh, these reports came in from on a website, Upload VR, uh, which had a, f- okay. a few things that they're talking about it. Uh, for example, it's going to have uh, two panels of 2000 by 2040 pixels. So a total of 4000 by 2040 across Mm -hmm. the entire thing we'll have eye tracking and foveated rendering eye tracking is there are cameras looking at your eyes so that they can actually show your eyeballs moving around let's say if you're on like an avatar or something right um and foveated rendering for people who don't know is they will look at where you are looking and they will put more of the graphics power there and lower the graphics on the periphery to improve to improve the uh, like how it's uh being shown so that it can load faster. Uh, one of the more interesting ones, they talked about inside out tracking, which I would be surprised if this thing is not going to be tethered to the PS, to the PS five, but that would be very cool if it was a standalone thing. Hmm. Um, and then this one, that's not on any other headset haptic feedback <clears throat> in the headset. Oh God. And I want to ask you guys, Weird. How would you implement haptic feedback in a VR headset? Let's hear some ideas.
1: I assume we are talking the headset and not like a controller attached to the headset. Correct. Uh, That's going to make people motion sick. Dude,
0: already I'm starting to feel sick thinking about it. I mean, I mean,
2: VR already makes some people motion sick. I'm assuming a lot of this will be you'll be able to turn this kind of stuff off. But sure. but um, but I ask you, as as mm. armchair developers, how would you try uh, and implement it? Like rumbling it on a, a on a car as it's revving up.
0: There's a scene where you or a character is taken to the electric chair for execution, and it does like it, weird it, little. shit. feel on your head. like you being slid across the ground. Yeah, slid across the ground is a good one. Yeah,
2: I think this would be fucked up if it's a horror game
0: totally yeah like what if you're just spiders. playing and all
2: of a sudden something just There's taps on the back of the head,
0: head. oh god oh, i hate it i yeah. hate it i hate it! I actually hate that i actually hate it <laughs> like,
2: like i have a rule at my house if someone's in a vr headset you are not allowed to fuck with them like this is non negotiable um uh, for this yeah. exact kind of reasons um yep the only thing I could think that might be kind of cool is, yeah, maybe like vibrating a, a car crash. Like, it'd have to be light. No matter what it is, it would have to be a light vibration because totally. the last yeah. thing I want is something smacking me in the temple <laughs> as I'm playing a video game.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, weird. I hate it. <laughs> it's yeah, it's going to be so hard I to do that don't well. Like it it's
1: going to be so hard to do something like that well.
0: On <sighs> Honestly, I think I kind of think they shouldn't waste money and time into it, <laughs> but whatever. Sure, we'll see what they do. I hate it as well. I don't like it at all.
2: Yeah, who knows? We'll see it. Um, as I'm reading more of this article, it sounds like inside out tracking is not actually confirmed. It's the person was saying they would like it. Um, oh. it, it is not confirmed whether or not it's going to be inside out or if there will be a cable. So we'll see here. Sure. Uh, There was kind of a Twitter conversation that then got turned into this article, which is actually how every single one of these news stories start in uh, (laughs) this century. Anyway, yeah, uh, Microsoft came out and said that they have never made a profit on selling an Xbox console. I believe it. Even near the end of the console's lifespan, when they can lower prices and they come out with a revision, none of them have made a profit for them. uh, Which is pretty crazy to think about
3: yeah i believe
0: it because the one that i think of probably would have made them profit they had to spend a whole bunch of money because of red rings and weird problems with so i believe i totally believe this
2: yeah i guess the 360 was the was the one time they were in the lead sure but again like, i still a, a i still would have assumed amount. eventually <laughs> caught the cost of the console would have come down near the end of it apparently that that's probably the
0: case. This probably is just like because of the generation we're in. And just like every few years, there's like a pro model or a new model. Like they're probably constantly in development, which is why.
1: Yeah, their RD R&D costs must be through the roof. Yeah.
0: Um, it was
2: also we, we mentioned a, a week mm-hmm. or so back um, that Xbox was maybe looking into cutting the revenue share price uh, down from the current 30% on Xbox games. And Microsoft came out and said, we don't have plans for that apparently one of the reasons they do not have plans for that is because that's one of the best ways they're making money because their consoles are not making the money.
0: Oh, sure. Which
1: makes sense. Yeah.
0: Yep. For uh, sure.
2: Yeah. Just kind of an b- interesting tidbit. This also came out because of the Apple Epic trial. Sure. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got a little bit of an update on final fantasy seven remake intergrade. I guess the final trailer came out. This was just kind of interesting. There's a little blurb on this that says available on PS5 at least six months earlier than any other format. How is that not a definite time frame?
1: I mean, that sounds like they're, they're porting it, but they haven't finalized the ports.
2: I I guess that just seems so Maybe, weird. Yeah. Wouldn't that have been figured out by this
1: point? Considering how long it took them to get remake out, I'm not shocked, really.
2: And if they didn't have a definite time frame, why would they even say this at all? Why would they say anything about the exclusivity window until they had a, a, a deadline? I just thought that was weird for at least six months. Okay, thanks for the. Vague info. Uh, we have got some information on E3 and how they're going to be uh, setting it up and, and how people can take part in it. Uh, a few points here: there's going to be an online portal and an app that functions as a, the key hub. You'll find hosted events, virtual booths, forms, and more on there with interactive overlays as well. The main broadcast will also air on Twitch, YouTube, and other places. So it sounds like there's going to be a, a hub website that you can pretend to walk around in and click on a form
0: cool okay
1: sure i guess yeah. they're they're trying i guess
0: yeah i mean i'm surprised e3 is even still around in any format <laughs> so this is this makes sense i guess digital e3
2: nickelodeon's iconic game show legends of the hidden temple is getting a reboot <laughs> but this time it's strictly for adult players why, why not they're the
1: ones that grew up with the show it makes sense
3: sure
2: how much how much do you think this is based on the floor is lava oh man say it
1: was based on wipeout and american ninja warrior and all those kind of shows but i guess floor is lava would be paired up with that
2: is most recent yeah. and that was wasn't it all adults or was there kids as well there i don't think there were little kids i didn't watch the whole season
1: <laughs> uh, floor is lava i never watched it at all
2: yeah paul you watched some of it right
0: Flora's lava. I watched a little bit of it. Yeah, yeah.
2: I don't remember there being little kids, but there. I think there no. was like teenagers.
0: I th- the youngest, like couple or whatever, I saw was like I think in their twenties. But okay. that's all I saw.
2: Anyway, when I saw this, I was like, oh, it's because Flora Lava went crazy last summer, so that's probably why they're bringing this thing back. Um, I
1: don't know. If you guys are excited? Hmm. I have no nostalgia.
0: I for never show. watched yeah yeah i never watch it i don't give a fuck about the show at all okay well maybe you can start yeah i hope so
2: maybe you have some nostalgia for zombies ate my neighbors and ghoul. patrol i Hi? do i do yep. i do yeah uh it's coming to the e-shop at the end of next month june ninth.
1: Kind, of, kind of a weird out of nowhere release but they were smart and they bundled Ghoul Patrol with Zombies and My Neighbors because zo- everyone remembers zombies. Barely anyone remembers Ghoul Patrol.
2: Yeah, I've never heard totally. of Ghoul Patrol, but I've heard of zombies. Are, is this a bundle?
1: Yes.
0: Yes. Okay. And it's coming out on everything with uh, PS4 and Xbox, apparently, as well. And PC.
2: Cool. What is the reasoning why they're bundled together? Are they? How are they connected they're in some sa- way?
1: Same characters.
2: Yeah. Okay. Is one like a sequel?
1: Yeah, Ghoul Patrol is supposedly yeah. a sequel or prequel to uh, Zombies in My Neighbors.
3: Okay. But there like,
1: Ghoul go. Zo- Patrol is not as good for some reason. It's weird. Like, they tried to like change things up and people just didn't like it nearly as much.
0: I remember this game. I don't know if this was because I was a child. I remember this game being very difficult.
1: Oh, Zombies in My Neighbors? Very difficult. No, that, you, that's not your imagination. That is, It's actually a hard game.
0: Yeah, I remember it being really hard. I played like 10 minutes of Ghoul Patrol. I never owned it. I rented it, and I didn't love it.
1: Yeah, Ghoul Patrol is like a, a rare game, so it's it's hard to come across. And if you emulate it, that's probably the only way you've played it now. Uh, it, um, Like I said, I didn't like it as much, so I never put time into it. But as a kid, I beat totally. Zombies Ate My Neighbors. It was a lot of work, but I beat it.
2: Well, now you can do it again. June 29th.
1: Hooray. Or I could just pop my cartridges in. <coughs> I wonder if they're going to do online. That's one thing I'm curious about, because online would be a great way to play Ooh. that co-op. But Something tells True. me they're not going to commit that much to it.
0: This says single player on the Steam page only.
1: Nah, that's a bummer. Did it have multiplayer
2: before? Yep. Yeah, I feel like if they were adding multiplayer, that would have been in part of the marketing.
0: Yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Two player mode play the game with two player local co op. Oh, nah, never mind.
1: <laughs> yeah, I figured as much. I figured that was a big ask. Yeah. Well,
2: maybe
0: this so I'm surprised fake they're doing this at all. We'll do it.
1: Oh, yeah, no. Steam remote play will do it. There you
0: go. Yeah, that's true.
2: All right. That's cool. it for news. Let's do some questions. If you would like to send a question in it's down perspective at gmail.com at tdp podcast on twitter the discord channel or john's p.o box which <clears throat> you can find the address to somewhere on the internet yep yeah. this first one comes <laughs> in from kevin who says what are some of the most charming non-nintendo games
1: little big planet
0: sure okay yeah
3: okay
2: I mean, I've been playing some charming games lately. East Shades, pretty charming. Outer Wilds is pretty charming.
0: Outer Wilds, yeah. yeah.
2: D- does Boyna's Blob count? It's not first party. Oh yeah.
1: Okay. Yeah. yeah. It's not made by Nintendo.
2: There you go. That's a. That's one of the most charming, as far as I'm concerned.
0: Shit. All I can think of is Nintendo games now. Hold on.
2: <laughs> a lot of them are Nintendo games.
0: Uh, a lot of them are Nintendo games. guess the games. Ori
2: games are pretty charming. They can get real hard and they get dark as well. But there's definitely like some real charming elements to them.
0: I mean, for me, it's probably Undertale. I love those characters okay. so much. That gets real dark too, though. Sure. <laughs> uh, I found Cuphead charming in a its own way um oh my god i feel like there's an obvious answer that i'm just can't think of right now
2: are you trying to think of halo because i would disagree
0: i'm not that. i am not thinking of halo <laughs> no but now that's all i can think about
1: scratch mm. and clank's kind of charming
0: sure
2: i don't yeah i yeah. mean i don't think of that really that charming.
0: I found Bug Snacks charming. I thought that Snacks is funny.
2: charming? Yeah, sure.
0: Yeah. Like, I tell you it's char- a twist, but yeah. The
2: characters are charming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, now it's just hard. It's like, can you think of one that's charming the whole way through, that doesn't have, like, a dark ending?
1: <laughs> like I said, sat a little bit yeah. planned.
0: Yeah, a little big planned.
2: Right, maybe an easier sure. way is to think of, like, okay, what's the Nintendo game, and then what's the game that tried to rip it off? And now I'm thinking, Temtem is charming?
0: Temtem. <laughs> yep. <Yeah.
2: laughs>
0: yep.
1: I was trying to think of an Animal Crossing ripoff. I guess Stardew Valley. Stardew Valley
2: is going charming. I was trying to think. There's a whole bunch of Animal Crossing ripoffs. In fact, I saw a a trailer this week of something that looks extremely Animal Crossing ripoff. And I cannot remember what the name of it is. Um, But I was making the rounds a bit. Uh, Harvest Moon. You know, Animal Crossing ripoff.
1: Or Vice versa, maybe. Harvest Moon was probably first, wasn't it? Harvest Moon was definitely first. It's a Super Nintendo game.
2: Oh, I didn't know it was Super Nintendo. I thought they were both
1: N64. Nope.
0: Alright, next question from Cody. Which console UI do you like the best aesthetically, and which do you like best functionally?
3: Hmm.
1: I miss the old Xbox 360 Blades.
3: Yeah, yeah,
0: I was that, thinking that's, blades that's too. Thing. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if that's nostalgia or yeah, I like. think that's
1: nostalgia. Unfortunately, <laughs> I would. Agree. I
0: really didn't like when they went to like their cards, though. Like there, it just seemed like so much dead space. Oh, you mean the that they new f-
2: Xbox experience? I think that was the official name. I mean.
0: What it was was everything you actually wanted was in the middle of the screen in like a 500 by 500 pixel area. The rest could be advertisements. So, yeah, and they overdid the
1: advertisements.
0: They did. Just give me the Yari game, man. The Yaris game. Yaris. That's all you need. Yeah, the Yaris game.
2: Yaris is great. I love that Yaris showed up on that list of free to play games that Microsoft released like three weeks ago. It's like so oh, someone yeah. actually thought and someone at Microsoft thought about Yaris in a meaningful <laughs> way in 2021. And that's hilarious to me.
0: Yeah. Um, I really liked on like the 3ds just having folders where I could put all game, like making a folder with
2: making like a, a certain folder type of game was kind of
3: cool. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, uh, cause so that one, that one's just like the, a list of tiles. And which is very similar yeah. to the Wii. It's very similar to the Switch, but being able to make your own folders is pretty cool. I'm just, can you not do that on the Switch?
1: No, there's no folder system no. in the Switch. I guess not. Um,
3: this I, is also
2: in terms of like functionality. It's hard because it's like I like the ones that are real simple. But the fact the reason they're so simple is because they can't do like half the stuff that like the Xbox or the PlayStation can do. So of course it's simple but then i but i would not say the xbox or the playstation cuz it's like they're kind of a mess sometimes like there's like four ways to get to everything and, and that that's a that's a hassle
0: yeah um
1: i kind of like the the vita setup with the little bubbles and then you could uh put the bubbles in the folders so that was a setup but again that's just like a different version of the tile system yeah basically it's the tile yeah. system for sure uh
0: like functionality wise i want to be able to organize my games And folders are a great way to do that.
2: I mean, functionality, I kind of... Steam giving me just a list is real nice. (laughs) Yeah, sometimes just an alphabetized list
1: is all you need.
0: Right? Like You can, (laughs) like, categorize things in Steam and, like, make separate versions of that list, too, and favorites and stuff. But, like, the reason why... I mean, for me, it's obviously PC, but, like, this is a UI console thing, specifically, he's asking about. Yeah, um... I like. I actually like
1: the Wii's channel <laughs> thing too. I think the channel set up where you just had like a bunch of different buttons you could press on screen. But again, that's the tile system essentially.
0: Yeah, I kind of liked it too. I agree. I kind of hate the cross media bar. Like I've kind of hated PlayStation's way of doing stuff. I hate the
1: PS3 and PSP one. I hate that one. The PS4 one, I'm neutral on yeah and the fives is kind of the same
2: see i think i'm more into the ps3 and psp one because of it's more simple than the other ones like the ps5 one is so confusing at this point it it is not great Uh, and i would say the xbox one though i don't find it confusing it's only because i've used it a whole bunch but it is still just like messy like there's just there's a lot going on there um But again, it's hard for me to like fault that and be like, why can't you be as clean as the Switch one? It's like because the Switch does like a tenth of what the Xbox Series X can do. Yeah. like You can't even send someone a message on the Switch. So, of course, there's not a whole section for messages and party chats and yada, yada, yada. Yeah. All right,
3: John, I uh, read this next one. Yep.
1: Rasterman writes in and says, so during the weekend, it was reported by various media outlets around the world that the debris of a recently launched Chinese rocket entered the atmosphere and crashed into the ocean near the Maldives Isles. More so during its crashing course, there was a stream tracking its trajectory with more than 30,000 viewers reacting, discussing and betting on where it would land. Now, if the rocket had landed in your house, how would you have reacted and what would you have done afterwards? I would have sued.
0: I probably would have been dead. Or that. (laughs) So I was home during the weekend. So, you know, it's a
1: pandemic still.
0: You know,
2: honestly, I've been looking for a reason to get a better apartment. Maybe this is the
0: kick. (laughs) 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 Yeah.
2: If I could, if I could have a different, a a different apartment, but I didn't have to deal with any of the like finding out the place, making sure it's good, all the moving, I would just do it. Yeah,
0: (laughs) totally. Yep. (laughs) I'm with you.
2: But it's right now I'm comfortable. So I'm good. I'm happy here.
0: Yep. Yep. (laughs) Same.
2: Sukusuku Um, says alien or aliens?
0: I mean, what? one's an action movie, one's a horror movie. Do you like action or oh. horror more?
2: We're asking you that. We're asking you, Paul, Alien or Aliens.
0: Uh, Aliens is funner. I'll go with that one. Okay. John? I've watched it multiple times.
1: Both of them I've never seen in full, but I've seen enough pieces. I would probably go with Aliens.
0: Sure.
2: And I've only seen I've, a bit of Alien, so I, I, I have
1: unfortunately pieces? seen all of Aliens 3 or Alien 3, so...
0: Sure. <laughs> it's a weird movie. It's
1: a fucking weird movie.
2: I've only seen Prometheus all the way through, so that's my answer. Oh man! All right. Uh, Follow up question: If Konami ever decided to make games again, what would what would you want in a modern Castlevania three remake?
0: A <laughs> bloodstained? It exists. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: Yep. I don't think I need it. I was trying to remember when we did the, Castle, um, the Konami collection or was it the Castlevania collection? What was the one we did for TDD? Castlevania,
0: collection. Castlevania collection. Anniversary collection. Was it
2: was three yeah. the one I liked the most?
0: Yes. No. That? You liked... No. You liked... Um, oh my God. Which one... I'm trying to remember which one you liked the most. You hated the first two, which we knew That's, would happen.
3: Yeah.
1: you talking Castlevania? I don't think you like Super... Did you try
2: Symphony oh. Night? Oh, I like no, I like Symphony of Night, but it was one of the older style ones that was a bit better. Like they made it faster Rondo? or something.
1: Castlevania X, Dracula X. Dracula X doesn't ring a
2: bell. Is that on the list? Is that in that classic
1: Castle... Oh, oh, which oh, uh, you weren't in the kid Dracula, were you? It might have been Bloodlines, Castlevania Bloodlines.
2: I think it might have been Bloodlines. That sounds familiar.
1: That's the Genesis one where you had to do with the with the spear. Yeah, I think I liked that one the most out of that okay. Game. That makes sense. That's sure. a pretty good yep. one. Okay.
0: Yeah, for sure. So you would just want that again?
2: No, like, I'm yeah. good. I don't. I don't. I don't really care.
0: Curse of the Moon is exactly what I wanted if they were going to do a remake. So
2: yeah. Shadow Complex is. A, a, I do do that. <laughs> sure. Get Shadow Complex too. <laughs>
1: With oh. vampires, I guess.
0: Uh, Where are we? BGC Kenny. Uh, My friend recently told me he finds it hard to buy video games for me as gifts because he has no idea what I don't like. This is something I don't understand. Do you understand it? If not, how are you confused by this?
1: No, I Wait, totally what? get it. I 100% get it.
0: This is something I don't... Under- Do you understand it? Sure. Yeah. I don't buy things... I don't buy things for people in general anymore. I'd rather just give them a gift certificate for a place and let them do it.
2: Well, okay. Finish the question because they all kind of tie together.
0: Oh, this isn't multiple questions? Okay, they're all pretty much. Um, Do you understand it? If not, how are you confused by this? More generally, how would you go about picking up video game gifts for your friends?
1: I really don't anymore. If they've got a wish list, that's when I give them it. That's about it.
0: Yeah, wish list is a good way to do things for sure.
2: Trying to think,
1: like I don't think I really buy video games as
2: gifts
0: for people. I don't either. And I, I do off
1: Steam sales usually.
3: Okay.
0: Okay, I could see that.
2: And the reason the reason I typically don't is most of my friends are going. They don't play a ton of games, so they're going to pick up like the few games each year that they're they're going to want. They're going to want like the new, you know, whether it's like I'm, oh, I play the new Call of Duties or I, you know, I'm, I'm I play the new Mario games. Like they're that's fine. They're going to get that. I can't really think of any scenario where I'd be getting them something that they don't really know about. Um.
0: Right. So, like, the times I have bought gifts for my friends that are video games, it's because I wanted us to all play together, so I get a four-pack, like, of a thing and, like, give out the other copies. Or they have literally said, man, I can't wait for this game, so they already know about it, and then I get it for them. Like... I don't just randomly say, You should play this, because that seems ridiculous to me in a weird way. <laughs> I think the only time I, I I could I could see
2: myself doing it is, is if I if it was one of my few friends that's really into games. Yeah. Um, to the point where it's like, oh no matter what I get them, they're gonna be happy because they got a video game because they just play so many video games. Is then I would sure. then say, you know, maybe I do know what you like, maybe you don't. I'm assuming they like it quite a bit if they're if they're pretty into it. It would so it'd be more of a thing yeah. like hey, I really like this game. I bought it for you and I want you to try it out. And it's more of like I'm sharing something that I really like. And obviously, I think they're going to like it in some capacity. I'm not going to get them like a racing game if they never play racing games, but it would be more like I think this game's really good. You haven't heard of it, but so check this out.
1: And answer the question about the how come they didn't want to get me a game because they didn't know what I didn't like. They just don't want to buy you a bad game. That's all that is. Sure. Yeah, I can see
2: them just being like, you know, I don't want to waste my money. I don't know if you're going to like this. Yeah. Yeah. Um
0: steam wish list has made this not a problem for me. Yep. If I see for most people, I know oh, this person wants a thing. Yep. You just buy it. Well, and I'm then assuming to the friend does
2: not have steam like it's probably someone who's not really into games and they're like oh well, I'm going to buy, buy them a game. I'm buying VGC Kenny something. I know VGC Kenny's things is, is video games, but I don't really know I, games.
1: I feel like if you got a friend that's in like if you got a friend that's not that into games, then why are you buying them a game?
0: Exactly. That's where I'm at too.
1: Well cuz that's,
2: that's the thing is they probably know this this person's really into games. I'm going to get them I want to try and get yeah, them that, something that, that really said, like. Yeah,
1: but you said yeah, but like uh, like if who's who's in games that doesn't really have a steam account at this point. I'm like, the only way I can see that happens well, if you're just underage.
2: I, well, what I'm saying is the person buying it doesn't have a steam account. So they have no way of knowing oh. about the wishlist or accessing the wishlist.
1: You can access, oh, you can access that just from your browser. I don't even think you need a steam account to do that.
2: Okay. Well, I, I okay, here's an example. Let, I'll, I'll think about my girlfriend. I'll put myself as the example. I'm obviously into games. Getting a game would mm-hmm. be something good for me. She clearly knows that. But she doesn't know games. She doesn't even know about a Steam wish list. She doesn't know that. She okay. ever at, talked, at this point, you're like saying a like, with like a mom.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> not about like, Steam wish lists. I'm not going around no, talking about, about anything that you might want. Like at some point, just ask your fucking friend what they want. Yeah,
1: like even my mom <laughs> was like, hey, I know you like Castlevania. So I'm going to get you a Castlevania game. Is that OK? Sure. Yeah, it's i mean, a I it's conversation with your friend. I mean, if you yeah. are
2: just going to ask them, then you don't need any of this answer. I'm I'm assuming there was some element of surprise here.
1: It must be. That's the thing. There has been an element of surprise that's spurring this conversation in the first place. Otherwise, it's yeah. just easier to just ask.
3: Hmm. All right, John,
1: you're up. Oh, this is me again. Damn, that was fast. Uh, Lineback says. You now have the power to see the possible futures of all of your friends and family but you don't know which future will be the one that happens. God. <laughs> what do you do with your power? Oh, there's two puzzle, There's two questions This, here, we'll, this is a we'll Twilight
2: Zone-esque monkey paw. I don't use this power. This is literally
1: the plot of the Avengers movies.
2: <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> this is like Oh, man, in an attempt to stop you from being crushed by that boulder, I actually pushed the boulder on you. Or, yeah. you know,
1: butterfly effect. It's literally like a little column A, a little column B there. Uh, you try to guide them your best to the best features you can, I feel. I,
2: I would never look at it. No way.
0: Yeah, I could. There's if no. I could turn it off, I'd turn it off for sure.
2: I don't want to know that. <laughs> You'd also totally. be, like, dreading it. Like, no, yep. I don't want to know that. That that is so bad. There's no good. There's nothing good can come out of it.
0: Yeah.
1: I like uh, Aelita brings up a good point. Uh, Steven Universe did this same bit. One of the characters could see the future, but they couldn't tell what future it was, but they could see kind of all the futures. And there were a lot of like horrifying, like, Jesus, everyone dies in all these futures. But then there's also these ones where they kind of prosper and like they do great things and save the world. So it's like. Do you let the bad things scare you away from looking at the good things kind of deal. It's it's one of those like power needs to be used responsibly kind of situations.
3: Sure.
0: I turn so, it off. I, <laughs> I, I, I would I would it. keep it on.
1: I would keep it on. I'd do my best to see if I could guide people towards a good future. Uh second question. Shouldn't cross puzzles only have one solution or do you think that's a good idea for them to have multiple solutions? Considering Pacross puzzles are meant to be pictures, it'd be weird if they had multiple solutions.
0: Yeah, like some weird perspective solutions or something, or like abstract art <laughs> or something.
2: Yeah. Like Pacross is a is like a math equation. How could it have more than one solution?
0: Yeah, no, it should definitely have one solution because the point of playing Pacross is finding that one solution.
2: Yeah. Not I just like, like, freestyle. Is, is that even possible? Like, I feel like the, unless is, I, I unless have the done some
1: cross puzzles where like it like I got a different result, like I got led a different way, even though it looked like I did things correctly. Sometimes sure. it, it, some limitations for this can just go bad.
2: Oh, that's weird that that that, that that's like breaking my brain because it's like everything <laughs> fits together in a certain way. Like if one thing is yeah. off, you can figure it out because it's like math.
1: Yeah. Oh, man, that just seems bad. mm-hmm. <clears throat> Uh, and the third question uh, who would you pick out of your family and friends to have on your team in the new Legends of the Hidden Temple show
0: uh, Oh, ooh. I mean if it's just me that gets the invite I'd probably invite either Sean or John so we could talk about it on the podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, con- that's just some good that's content, just content. Right yeah that's just content
1: I feel like we need someone who thinks smart and someone who's physically fit.
2: I think I would pick my girlfriend because, like, she's very I, fit.
1: I would probably pick Sean, to be fair.
2: Sure. I'll happily yeah. be either of your partners on Legends of the Hidden Temple. Hell yeah. Shane writes If Konami were to license out their IPs, who would you want making each series?
1: I jokingly would say Kojima for Metal Gear or Silent Hill, but I feel like he doesn't (laughs) want to touch either of those anymore. Yeah, that's
2: the easy one. Can you think of a different developer you would like to give Metal Gear to, though?
1: Nintendo.
0: Man,
1: (laughs) I just want to know what they'd make. I just want to know what they'd make.
0: I've. I'd be interested to see what Grasshopper does with Metal Gear. That could be okay. like, bash it crazy enough. That would be pretty crazy. I don't know if they're into stealth, but yeah, it it
2: thematically you get some similarities. Yeah, that's not bad. I'm going down what their IPs. Doing- Bomberman.
1: Someone in chat just said, wouldn't that just be Luigi's mansion if Nintendo had Metal Gear? <laughs>
0: Oh man, yeah, that's, not so. yeah, that's not entirely that's really wrong. Yeah, that's all. That's so hilarious. good.
2: Yoko Taro's Metal Gear—that'd <laughs> be pretty good. I think Yoko That'd Taro could be do some cool really stuff good. with Silent Hill.
0: Sure,
3: either one. Yeah.
2: yeah. Uh, Bomberman. Who would you give Bomberman to?
1: Nintendo seems like an easy fit for that. I think. I think that's. But Nintendo.
0: they can't. They can't do multiplayer properly. And I would want multiplayer.
1: Okay. To be fair, uh, right now, barely Konami and Hudson can either because the online R was bad. When was yeah, when I was know. R online coming out off of Stadia? When was that supposed to happen?
0: I mean, I've been waiting. <laughs> I have no idea either.
2: Uh, what else we got here? Castlevania.
1: Hmm. Give that to way forward. Oh yeah, sure. Or yeah. give it back to Iga. Either one, really. Yeah,
0: yep, for sure. DDR. Oh, I, don't I, I did care. not know that was a Konami. Ubisoft.
1: Property. You didn't know DDR was who Konami? Cares. That's one of their biggest franchises.
2: I get, I just never put them together. See, so, so you say Ubisoft. I say
0: Harmonix. Harmonix. Harmonix sure. Yeah. yeah, that's fine. Frogger. Oh, Atari. I don't know. who...
3: No, don't
2: give anything to Atari. What are you? Do? Give they'll it just, to Atari. They'll turn it into like care, a no. no give
0: An it to Vision so they
1: have something for their new console.
0: Oh my god, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> give it to them. The Tommy.
1: Gradius. Oh, Cave. You guys what, you to yeah, cave, or give it back to th- Treasure because I love Gradius Five.
2: Yeah, I was trying to think. Yeah, are they making modern, uh, like. uh bullet hell shooters right now
1: cave or treasure
2: any the game
1: people oh yeah humanity. no people still re- people still release bullets like shmups they're still the developers are, the game came cave? out like
2: last week oh, okay I, i'm not following it i guess i say <laughs> give it to um Housemark. <laughs> sure okay
1: <laughs> treasure's doing mobile games now lineback they're they're on the mobile train and porting ikaruga to everything
2: um, makes sense a lot of these i haven't heard of uh so i'm going to say silent hill
0: man maybe the amnesia I would devs love, oh, i yeah. would love to see what bloober team does with it
1: oh yeah okay yeah sure uh
2: what is uh the amnesia devs chinese the chinese room is that is that what they're called i do not remember think so um gi
0: oh i don't know <laughs> uh wizards of the coast just to piss off the magic nerds that'd be so funny sure
3: who yeah did,
1: okay who did that deck building game slay the spire i would like to see a, a deck I'd... building Yu-Gi-Oh game
0: oh man that would be a
2: completely different game when, yeah, but they did that all plays. the
1: time. They like Yu Gi did that. that could all the be time. interesting. So. It's true. One time it was dice. <laughs> yeah, th- no, two times it was dice.
2: Oh man, I didn't see that follow up anime, um, Zone of the Enders.
1: I feel like give that back oh. to Kojima so we can just do something. I would give it.
0: that Kojima. Yeah, for sure. One hundred percent.
1: Okay. All right. Whose turn is it?
0: I don't know. I think it's Paul. No, Those, I think I just mine. Those that were one. all mine. I mine? think. Those oh, were all no, yours. They're...
1: Yeah, yeah that, okay. that was Sean, so it's De-
0: Yeah, Decoy Troy writes, since Google Stadia is, shall we say, not quite meeting Google's expectations, huh. are there any other major companies that you think could make it in the video game industry, either as a console maker or an online store like Epic?
2: I feel like online store would be pretty easy. You just got to throw enough money at it
0: i mean amazon as an online store would make sense they have an online store they're used to e-commerce they have all the security behind it they, they could literally do yeah, it Yeah,
2: they sell video games already they sell codes yeah. for games amazon makes yeah. sense yeah but i feel they like they have keep, keep
1: trying app. but they never really do it like their companies that they, like, uh, they have like some big game in production that is just getting canceled left and right like they bought a bunch of good studios like double helix
0: no new world is coming out soon <laughs> people that care about they do keep
1: canceling stuff
2: i have heard nothing but like like uh bad things going on with the amazon management of those games so i don't think they've launched a game yet no and they keep delaying stuff yeah um either way i think they're not asking as a developer or even a publisher here they said online store i think online store is yeah super easy honestly anyone could do console maker if they have enough money so i could see amazon doing it too like microsoft just came in and made a console like i guess another one i don't see i can't see anyone doing it though like what would they have to gain
0: like the people that you could see maybe wanting to do it are companies like dell like pc companies that have already all the stuff to like put together basically a pc box
2: right well isn't that what the steam machines were and th- those are just gone yep yeah all right i could see nobody... 10 cent coming out with their own console but it's only in like china
0: right because the chinese government doesn't want certain games so this is the only way to play certain games yeah totally that's the way you would go i guess
2: that's the other hard thing though is like part of me is like why do we need a third console we barely need two but the the reason it, but there's gotta be something I'm not thinking of. That's why you would want a third console. So I don't how can I have no answer then.
3: Yeah. Uh Riptide
1: says Uh Hizashi Koinuma was asked what franchise he would love to make a Warriors game for, and he answered with Mario or Star Wars, but confess that the company hasn't had the opportunity to collaborate with these IPs yet. My question is for both John and Paul. Sean is not involved as he has stated how much he hates the Musou games. Is what game franchise would you love to see have a warrior style <laughs> side game? I would actually love to see the Star Wars one.
0: Fuck, yeah, that's actually what I thought of. <laughs> God damn it. Okay. I didn't read this whole question earlier when I pulled it. I just read the last part. I was like, Star Wars is a great one he says it in the fucking question okay mario just doesn't i don't love the mario one but the one thing i, I did would like about it. the
2: mario one is i think it'd be awesome playing as like wario and he's just like punching dudes and he's got all of his wario uh land moves and he's tackling guys sure. and then if he has an ultimate his bike comes in like in smash bros that part sounds awesome but then it's like, sure. is Waluigi in there and he's hitting people with tennis rackets because that seems just lame as hell.
3: Yeah. Hmm.
2: Again, Pokemon idea. seems like an easy, an easy one.
1: Pokemon's an easy one to do for sure. Uh...
0: Somebody said Marvel in chat. I'm going to be more specific. I would love to see like an X-Men one.
2: X-Men could do that. This just sounds like a like a Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Sort yep.
0: of. But at uh, like a bigger scale of things attacking you.
2: I saw on our Discord people were Seminals. saying Kingdom
0: Hearts.
1: Okay. Yeah, there's there's enough bullshit in Kingdom Hearts that could do that. There's a bunch of like, like scenes in that game that are basically that anyways. Mm-hmm. Sounds like a great game.
0: Star Wars is the answer, though.
1: Yeah, Star Wars would be cool. Yeah. Dragon Ball Z.
3: That'd be cool, actually. Also would
1: be good, too, yeah. Yep.
2: I successfully introduced my girlfriend to Dragon Ball Z this last week.
0: Oh, man. (laughs) Oh, wow. How'd that go? We are like 20
2: episodes into it. She is into wow. it. Like,
0: holy nice. shit. Nice. <laughs> the dream.
2: Yep. Uh, all right. Our final question from Hebrew Lantern. Speaking of video games, which is, which is great. We just were. What vampire <laughs> from any medium would win a battle royale?
0: Okay, I feel like Dracula keeps br- getting brought back somehow from Castlevania.
2: So, castle you're, uh, you're but, saying specifically Castlevania Dracula cuz I'm thinking like Bram but, Stoker's Dracula.
0: But the problem with that is he keeps also getting destroyed by like humans with weapons, which is pretty basic bitch stuff.
1: Have we established that Count Dracula is immune to sunlight?
0: Oh, here we go. <laughs>
1: I feel like didn't we have this discussion where I kept pushing for Count Chocula I, when we were doing the mascot? He
2: lost though, but to be fair, he was against Tony the Tiger. Yeah. Oh my um, god. <laughs> okay, hang on. In this battle royale, is it just vampires? Yes, yes, apparently. Okay, so it's it's only vampire entrance. I feel like in the spirit of it, it's all at night because you can't just have ninety nine percent of your combatants <laughs> die
1: when the sun you can. Comes up. Yeah, you could say Blade. that's like Blade. the AoE ring that moves in during like a ballerina. arena. Oh,
2: okay, so, so instead of a ring, it's the sunrise, so it's all pushing them yeah. to one side. And maybe it's like a kind of a pointed map.
0: Yeah. Okay. 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 But
2: that's not that's fair if Count good. Chocula can just survive outside of the ring.
0: <laughs> also Blade. Blade would kill Count Chocula. Also Blade. Yeah, you know what? That's I a good also point. Blade's I also probably think, the answer.
2: Yeah, I don't think Count is doing very well, because again, he is a, a chocolate vampire.
0: These people are
2: like <laughs> murderous vampires that drink blood.
0: Right. Maybe that gives him the edge, though. He doesn't need know. blood to survive. He could just exist for a while.
2: I think strongest vampire. So, like, so okay. Let's 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 saw some vampires. The Twilight I mean, vampire. Blade is
1: definitely in the running.
2: Yeah, I haven't seen Blade. Is Blade also a vampire? I thought he was a vampire hunter. Yeah. Well. Blade he's half vampire, vampire okay, so yeah.
0: unless you're a racist he counts
2: no i think half vampires count if you're half a vampire <laughs> okay.
0: you are in so. okay good so I'm we got Blade,
2: we got count shockula we got the vampires from twilight obviously oh yeah, oh, god <laughs> <laughs> um we got castlevania dracula right
3: sure. i feel yep. like we have
2: just og bram stoker's dracula
1: is in there yeah Let's throw in some wild cards. Count Dracula. Sure. That's a va-
0: that's a dr- oh man. That's a
1: vampire.
2: I need like a list of vampires.
0: I just looked up a list of vampires. Okay, what do there's you got? Actually, a list of vampires. Well, there's three lists here: list of vampires, list of vampiric creatures. Okay, we also got vampires. we got my
2: little vampire. Wow. Okay. Oh my god! In the there Adam are so family? many
0: vampires.
2: There's too many many vampires.
0: There's so many. I don't want
2: to deal with like literary. Where's like movie vampires? Film and television. Oh, God, there's so many vampires.
1: There you go. Grandpa Munster. There's a vampire that's going to win a fight.
2: (laughs) Okay, I'm just going to ask. I'm just going to Google who is the strongest vampire.
1: Yeah, it's going to be Dracula.
2: Most powerful vampires in fiction from Korra.
0: Really? Oh, I have an official ranking here. Okay. From CBR, the twenty strongest oh vampires. All right. Officially Ooh. ranked. All right. Okay. Let me let right. me skip ahead because it starts at number twenty.
2: Yeah, give us give us the top five. Who's the top five, top five. in this battle royale?
0: Alpha vampire from supernatural. Don't know. I don't know. But sure. Okay. Um, the Master from The Strain. Okay, are we going to know any of these? Uh, Klaus M- Mikaelson from The Originals <laughs> is number three. Ah, oh, okay. What? Okay, Lestat, the vampire Lestat is like one of the most popular vampires. He's number two. I don't
2: know who that is either.
0: He is interview the Vampire Chronicles interview with the vampire movie. He oh, was okay. the Tom Cruise okay. guy. Okay, right. But he's basically like the Anne Rice uh, vampire that she writes about in fucking everything. All right. Who's mm-hmm. the top vampire? Dracula. Okay. It's Duh. just Dracula. <laughs>
1: yeah. Dracula. Of course it's Dracula. It's Dracula. <laughs> Why were you we expecting any other name there? I don't know.
0: Yeah. So it says here, although they tend to, um, about his powers, they tend to vary from story to story. He possesses super strength, super speed, ability to shapeshift, and the ability to seduce anyone. Uh, but he, it says here he's typically defeated at the end of each movie. Um, but like, he always comes back. So <laughs> I don't know. Remember when Leslie probably, yeah, just, was Dracula? I do. They
1: come
2: yeah. back for the next round. You'd like... Yeah. yeah, Battle Royale. Yeah, just but it takes it, it
1: like like Castlevania Dracula takes 100 years to come back. So I feel like that's that's a long ass round of waiting. Yeah, yeah. True. Well, as
2: the legend tells, once every 100 years, the Battle Royale will commence. Where all the dead vampires come back and try to take the throne from the, the last champion who is still alive. This makes perfect sense for a Battle Royale.
1: Kinda of does actually, shit. Yeah. Make that video game uh from Yoko Taro.
3: I don't know. <laughs> Alright. Uh
2: that's gonna do it for questions this week. If you would like to send in a question, it's topdownrespective at gmail.com at TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. What is your game of the week?
1: <clears throat> I guess Macross um, because I didn't play anything otherwise.
0: I mean, probably goes without saying it's RE8. And mine is Outer Wilds. All right,
2: the submission thread is live on our Patreon, so if you are in the top tier, you can submit a game for the poll that will be going live next week. Otherwise, we will see you guys then. Bye.
0: Bye, everybody. Bye.